his own mother slapped the stork that delivered him. And Kale Hall. He doesn't deserve to be in this business. He deserves to have been blackballed. The Rob and Kale Podcast. <laughs> and welcome into the Rob and Kale Podcast. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us this evening. As uh, we roll along, week zero is in the books. Lots to talk about tonight. Let's welcome in from the upstate, Mr. Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall. Kale, what's up, buddy? Uh, not too much. How are you doing tonight? Good, man. Holding it down. Getting ready for the uh, the week ahead. <clears throat> awesome. The, what is, you know, week zero was week zero, but well, now we have a... Uh, oh, we don't care. We don't care. Yeah, fair enough. Um, the, I guess the real games kind of start this week, though. That's kind of how I look at it. <clears throat> wasn't really, there wasn't really much to get jacked up about, you know, with this set of games. You know, I can't. I watched some of the Notre Dame game. Yeah, the rest of it's kind of flat. But still. I watched the entire game. The Notre Dame game. Yeah, and you know we were talking about those games going by a lot quicker, and they did. But they also, um, as far as the TV time frame, like from 2.30 till 6 or whatever time was blocked off from that, it still lasted the entire time. So, you know what that means. There were just more commercials thrown in there. Um, And I think that anybody, they'll be able to bear that out over the course of the season. So one more 30-second spot thrown into each block of commercials could really, uh, you know, lengthen that a little bit. Yeah. What a mess. Uh, shout out to Brock saying Big Barney Ross. He read a couple of the bourbon reviews on uh, RobinKaleShow.com. Straight comedy gold. He says he still can't get over when life gives you lemons, make whiskey sour. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Very good. Very good. All right. So let's uh, – I have to apologize at the start of the program, Jackpot. We updated our standings. And I forgot, uh, since the comrade's been doing this forever, I just put him in as comrade. Comrade actually wanted his, let me make sure I read it correctly this time, because I don't want to screw this up. Uh, he says he identifies as comrade 3130. And that is what I have to put into the system for him. And he says that I don't care how much it hurts your vagina. Make sure that you mention it on the show tonight. I have absolutely no problem with uh, with putting your name as Comrade 3130. You, sir, have fed into what I've said forever, that Clemson is your Super Bowl. You have nothing but Clemson on your schedule. By the time you play Clemson every year, you're just hoping to go to the Who Gives a Fuck Bowl. And to give you a perfect example of this, Mr. Comrade 3130, since you became a Gamecock in 1993 – which is when you had no clue who South Carolina was when you were up in Syracuse, shoveling snow and everything else. Um, You came down here and realized that this is a much better place than fucking New York. And you decided to stay. But since 1993, two out of three times that you played Clemson, you got your dick handed to you. So when you do win, it is a monumental event. So you want to make Christmas ornaments and everything else. So I apologize to Comrade for not having everything that he needed there. We will refer to him as Comrade 3130 because he has to have it because he doesn't get uh, wins over Clemson very often. And it really is like Christmas time and everything else for him when they do win. 
So there you go. I want to make sure that I apologize for that. Are you done? I'm done. I, I, I said I would apologize, and I did. That, that sounded kind of like one of those apologies <laughs> to Tennessee fans. Uh, no, kind of half -hearted I, I, I and, apologized. Um, I apologize. From, the, uh, from behind Dick Punch. I apologize. Uh, what was this that, um, what was this? People are thinking about, you're, you're thinking about quitting YouTube. What's up with that? Did you say something? Yeah, about yeah. Uh, last night, I um, kind of let everyone know this is probably going to be my final season as a YouTube content creator, so. Um, okay. Yeah. Did not. I did not catch that. You just decided, hey, you're gonna be your final season. You're done. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be hanging them up after this year, sir. Retiring. <laughs> Are you gonna hang the shoes on the wall? Well, I've got flip flops on right now, so that'd be difficult, but probably. Hmm. All right, well, Uncle Lou already wants to join the show. We'll let him in here. Hello, Uncle Lou. Please don't quit YouTube. Jackpot, what are you doing? We love you. We appreciate you. Um, we thumbs up it on your videos. Um, we enjoy it on your live streams and, and, and uh, this call-in show. And think of Rob. What the fuck is Rob going to do? Yeah, what what are you doing, man? Look, I, I look, I, look. Are you just looking for attention and sympathy? L no. Listen, I love you, Jackpot. We love you. Please don't leave. Yada no. yada yada, all that type of shit. Now, what are you doing? And then you deleted the video. No, Jackpot, I didn't I stop. Hit I hit it. Why? I don't know. Um, how are people gonna tell you how much they love you if the, if you hid the video? Well, they did. They did last night. And and here's the thing. I'm I'm just like if I can't be good at something, then it's it, I don't want to do it. You know, it's it's. But you are good. Yeah, but I don't have. I can't do the the fan. I don't have all the the cool post edits like you do and. And the other guys That's do. Like, I can't, you have yeah, to I don't stop to comparing that. yourself to, to anyone else. None of that matters, man. You don't do YouTube to make a living. You do it for fun and to entertain people, and you're good at that. I mean, who cares about the graphics or the whatever else, man? You work and raise a, and have a family and blah, blah, blah. Like, but what you do on YouTube is appreciated. I'm not even trolling you, man. I, I was trolling in the beginning. Don't quit YouTube, man. Don't let this stuff get to you. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. You don't have to tell us that you're smarter than me and Josh Pate and everyone else. We already know that. You don't have to go on video and tell us that. And that, by the way, is my opinion. That in no way reflects anything. And I'm not shitting on you. By saying no, I know so. it's your opinion that you're the smartest college football YouTuber on the internet, Dude. and and that's exactly. great. Um, and it's your opinion that I'm afraid of Rob Sanders' pick'em contest because <laughs> it'll be proven that because it'll be proven that you're smarter or whatever you said in that video. All of that is true, man. Don't leave YouTube for Christ's sake, man. Get a hold of yourself. Uh, Uncle Lou joined the program. Look, if this is just about graphics, I can make graphics for you. 
the fuck are you you're gonna quit because you can't have graphics like Uncle Lou? Are you fucking serious? Well, I, I it it just it's just a combination of things. I mean, there's so many people anymore trying to to get in on this thing and get a slice of the pie. And like I said, I just I you know I have so many other things that I do. You know, it's like you know I used to have time to do the the picks against the spread for like. However many I did, 25, 30 games every night. I, I really enjoyed doing that. Hmm. But with what I've got going on now, starting out at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, not getting home until 6 o'clock at night, you're just freaking exhausted. And then if you've got a big belly like I do, you got to fill it up with something. Then by the time you're done with all that, it's time to go to bed. There's no time for picks against the spread. I actually had more time on my hands uh, when I was a district manager last year than I do right now, which is crazy to think. But, you know, doing your own thing and, and kind of running your own business, it's, uh, it's time-consuming. It really is. All right. Well, producer Vic here. What's up, buddy? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, Jackpot, yeah, I don't want you to um, quit uh, doing doing YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really love uh, what you do, um, Jackpot. And I would really uh, well, quit, you know, doing it. So, all right. Well, thank you. So, we appreciate it. Thank you. Um, all right. Yeah. Anything uh, else? Bob? Um. Let's see. Um. Yeah, I think I did uh, pretty good in the uh, pick'em uh, last week. I think I got four games right. So that yeah. is good because, like, like hardly anyone got the uh, Hawaii game right. I was gonna say, what was that? Like less than ten percent, probably, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I thought for sure that uh, the Vandy was gonna destroy Hawaii, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, who knows? And, and I got, and I was thinking about that after I p made that pick. I'm like, you know, like everybody, everybody was on Vandy, everybody. And usually, when they say when that happens, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of a bad sign. Um, they're not, they're they're really just not good. They are not good. Um, yeah, we did. There's no way that they should have been playing a competitive game with that team. I went back and watched some of the highlights of it, too. I watched some of the game, but I didn't watch all of it. Uh, Vandy was on the verge of pulling even at 21 at one point in that game. They had the ball on the two-yard line. They actually scored, fumbled into the end zone and recovered it, but they said the run he was down already, so they put the ball on the two-yard line, and they went backwards a couple yards and then threw an interception and that thing would have been tied at 21. It's just, it's, just, it's not, uh, that wasn't a real good look. Yeah. Now I've been, how about, um, Southern Cal's defense? Yeah. Freaking trash. Yeah. Well, it's not great, but I mean, yeah, I, mean I don't almost, know, man. I think people might be overreacting to that a little bit. Yeah, so almost Jose, four, yeah, almost San Jose four, is going to move the ball. I mean, yeah, they almost, got that. Ours is San Jose State, and they yeah, and they were also uh, yeah, yeah, and um, San Jose State was also getting uh, 7.3 yards per rush. So exactly, Jose, can you see my back as I run into the end zone? All right, man. Thanks a lot, Vic. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, yeah, appreciate y'all uh, too. Yeah.
right, there you go. Kentucky Durbin says you probably ate too many almonds and his estrogen levels blew up on him. He'll be fine after some steak and bacon. Holy shit. What in the hell? Too many I, almonds. I don't know. He said you ate too many almonds. I, I the almonds know. have estrogen in them or something? I guess. Nutrition, nutrition facts with Kentucky Durbin that we didn't yeah. know. Thank you. All right. Well, here's the thing. Um, the We got to thank our sponsors, of course, Callaway's, the Callaway's Pick and Challenge. Thank you guys for getting involved in that. Also, uh, Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport, uh, Fireside Chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, tell us a story, sir. Definitely will. Let's see. Um, um, uh, it sucks to be Gamecock. Did you know that if my football team played UNC every season and beat them every season, we would need 15 years to even the series with them? We are a gong show. It sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. Yeah, that message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. Yeah, yeah UNC Carolina. also used to be amongst the nation's elite back when we were losing to them a lot. So mm -hmm. let's not forget that. Yep, but they own your ass. Just we have to put that out there. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's look at the standings really quick here, Jackpot, as uh, from the Callaway's Pick and Challenge. And did you, um, uh, uh, I noticed Pigskin Pete had put up a post. Um, mm -hmm. want to, um, give, give condolences to, uh, traveling fools. Um, his son passed away. I'm sorry. 27, 27 years old. Um, that's, uh, sad. And he has a, Pigskin Pete had a, uh, a, a GoFundMe, uh, link in his, uh, community post over uh on his uh his youtube channel so go check that out if you're so inclined that's uh pretty sad stuff to deal with and someone's 27 and they pass away suddenly i mean you're not you're not um prepared for that and there's i know from you know uh, having to bury my father a few years ago there's a lot of expenses in that that you just don't think about or you're not prepared for sometimes <clears throat> That's, that's just sad. Sad, sad, sad. Yeah, I mean, did you know? I mean, dude, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to be morbid here, but, but seven, it, no, it was, it, this was back in 2020. And of course, when the, in 2020, the, 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 the services, you know, you could only do so much and it had to be outside. Right. Um, and, uh, all that cost like it was like eight or nine thousand dollars so you know he had the the um the he, he he had his life insurance and all that so you had to like get all that set up that day and then get a check for the mortuary and everything and it's uh it's a lot to deal with mm -hmm. Uh, Yurder says, uh, Rob, if Jackpot leaves YouTube, will you be seeking a new Gamecock co-host? No. Jackpot's the only person I want to do a, uh, I want to do a show with. So there's that. <clears throat> All right. Uh, let's look at the standings here really quick. Uh, Nathan Madlin leads the way with six correct picks. Uh, Kale calls me daddy, born in Clemson 78, Keith Ricker, all the way down the line here. Lee Wilder, Magic Shoes. Of course, that's Mike Muse, Ray Bob, and Scott Gentry all have five. So, yeah, I mean, 
a hell of a start there for Nathan Bedlin. But don't worry. You're, we're going to have 10 games this week, jackpot, and you can definitely uh, make up some ground here. You really, really can. Yeah, this week is they'll be they'll start to get a little easier to pick. Uh, as, you know, as we get into week three, week four, teams start to show you who they are, and you've got kind of you kind of got some data points to go on. Um, these right. first few weeks are always kind of a, a shit show, but they, if you um, if you want to look at it this way, uh, and not not using our lines, but kind of like using the closing lines that you, you would have found on ESPN. Yesterday for those games, five out of those seven games were covered by the underdog. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, the uh, uh, and the, uh, the the basement bookie, the basement bookie's pick actually was correct. Yeah, um, he, he actually. I was up. What was gonna be my next thing was uh, the basement bookie who uh, is our newest sponsor for the show. He said take. San Jose State plus 30 and a half, which is what the line ended up being. And uh, he was correct. Yeah, they got a back, they actually got a backdoor cover. <clears throat> yeah. There you go. Uh, Babes and Waves says uh, Jackpot leaves. He's deleting, I'm deleting YouTube. No, don't do all that. Uncle Lou says, How's Jackpot not winning? He's the smartest YouTuber. It's coming. I, I got to heat up. Uh, Hoghead says, I think I went over. Well, uh, Hoghead, if you Thank are, you. if you are Robbie Howard, then you got a zero. I don't, I don't know. It was also fun to see club nuts. Daddy with a chicken emoji, get a one. Yeah, you <laughs> fuck yourself with your one. As you're claiming you're someone's daddy with a chicken emoji. Stupid. Ass. Let's also uh, put, throw this out there. A lot of you have put on that that board. You put names on there that you did not put in um, the notes section of your Venmo, PayPal, or Cash App. And I'm not scolding you because we've got your email address there. So I want to know, but yeah, we need to know. You know that there are people because it's very conceivable somebody could be in this contest throwing picks up there that hasn't paid. I mean, there's, there's, there's nothing to keep you out of, uh, out of the contest. Anyone can go to the website and go start making picks. So that would right. be if that you, would be a real shudder if somebody went the entire time and they hadn't paid their entry fee. And well, we would, uh, we would find out, and uh, they would lose. So, uh, and then we would mock them. Well, you made all those correct picks, and you lost. So there's that. All right, anyway, <clears throat> make sure you pay. The link's right there on the website, robinkaleshow.com. Yeah, All you right, still can get in uh, up until Saturday noon. Yeah. Did you have um, Did you have any other things that, that you saw that kind of made you go, huh, there for a minute? Besides what, yeah. looking like shit? Yeah, I mean, I don't think, you know, I think Navy's probably not as bad as they looked. Um one thing I did notice in that game, they they had a lot of receivers running wide open uh, against Notre Dame, but their quarterback just couldn't hit. He he couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. That guy was horrible. Uh, if they're supposed to be going to a passing offense, they're a long ways off. But thing is, you know, when he's when Notre Dame, if they don't get that fixed, 
you know, when they're playing Ohio State in a few weeks, or they're playing Clemson, God forbid, or USC, they're going to get exposed there. Philip, you can still enter. You still have a chance to win. Uncle Lou says if he wasn't fixed, he'd have another kid so he could name him Kale. That's how much he loves Jackpot. Uh, yeah, there you go. Good Lord. Uh, yeah. Um. Um. Anyway, so that was pretty much all that you had from there, Jackpot. As we get into, did we? Are we? We're gonna pick the Clemson season tonight, game by game. Have we talked about that? Do you want to do that, or do you want to? Just, yeah, we've, uh, we've talked about Clemson, and and I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to give my thoughts on that. All right. Well, let's look at the Clemson schedule here. Clemson opens up with Duke. Um, I think Jackpot has just uh, lost his mind, thinking they're going to lose to Duke. I thought but, that stadium yesterday. I think they lose to Duke to start the season. Why is that? Can I make a thought? Can I? Can I give a thought here? Sure. Do whatever you want. I I uh, really didn't pay a lot of attention to that stadium. That game was played in last year, but I've really noticed it a little bit more this year because I kind of, you know, I actually last year, I think I actually watched that game outside <laughs> on our back porch and it was like 100 degrees. No such thing this year. I, I came inside for that one. I couldn't stand it out there. And um, so I got to really, um, I, I don't know, when I look at stuff outside, I miss things. But that really is a, a pretty place. Uh, and that stadium is cool. I don't know um, what they use it for the rest of the year. I know they play a couple of NFL games there every year. Um, and I guess it's a soccer stadium mostly the rest of the year. Maybe they play rugby there. Yeah. Not sure. Yeah, it was an interesting looking stadium. I'll give you that. Aviva Stadium. Yeah. Viva Las Vegas. All right. Well, <clears throat> Jackpot. Uh, let's look at the Clemson schedule here really quick. They start with Duke. I, I you've got Clemson losing that game. Yep. Um, I, I mean, you kind of talked about it a little bit. I'm not buying what you're selling there, but you have Clemson starting the season at 0 and 1. Well, you've got to think, you know, new offensive coordinator, new offense, probably going to come out rusty a little bit, probably going to struggle a little bit. Duke is kind of. And you'll laugh, but they're kind of a well-oiled machine. I mean, they know what they're doing. They're running the same system, got the same quarterback, same skill position players. There's a lot of continuity there. Clemson will get theirs. Clemson will be good, but I think they're going to be a little bit rusty. And on Labor Day night, I think that they get upset. I think that line is that line is too high, and um, I think Duke gets them. All right, so there you go. Clemson and Duke, uh, Jackpot's got them uh, starting 0-1. I think they're going to hammer Duke. Uh, Steve Hammond says, does Clemson or does Clemson have an O-line yet? I mean, I think it's decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't have any first-team all-ACC picks on there, or do they? Mm, I don't I think – no, I don't think they have one this year. Not yet. Uh, Harry Legg says Clemson will, Shipley will beat Duke. Eh, not so sure about that. All right, the next two games are Charleston Southern and Florida Atlantic. I mean, I think they win both those games. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of interested to see what kind of what kind of offense Titty Bar Tom trots out there. 
Um, what? Titty Bar Tom. That's what Zach Smith called him, uh, Titty Bar Tom, on his podcast. He had um, some some forays with stewardesses, and you know, he's kind of in, into some 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 stuff that the married person shouldn't be into, from what yeah. I understand. But you know, whatever. Um, let him have his fun. But Titty Bar Tom, I want to see what kind of offense they trot out there. I think they'll be improved. I think. All right, so we've got I've got them at three and zero. Jackpot's got them at two and one. Then the Florida State game. You know, I, I don't I don't know how people think that Florida State is just this team that is on the level of Clemson. Is that right now? Uh, I I just I don't see it. I think Clemson beats the shit out of them when they come up, uh, come into Death Valley on the twenty third. I think you, I think you beat them. I don't know if you're going to beat the shit out of them. I think, you know, uh, our our bald friend in there, Josh Pate. When I was watching that before I came in here to get started with this, was was talking about them and you know talking about how he could see how he sees them maybe being that fourth team in the college football playoff. I'm like. Where, where the fuck is all this coming from? Nobody's even seen them play this year. You know, we saw them play last year. I saw them beat up and blow out uh, Syracuse and a couple of other ACT teams that were no good. Uh, they There was a three-game stretch right there in the middle of the season. They lost to Clemson, Wake Forest, and NC State consecutively. Uh, they barely won their bowl game against the Oklahoma team that was just god-awful. And or and also had a bunch of opt outs on it too, right? I and mean, I just and I'm not saying this because I don't like them, and I, I don't get me wrong and don't get it twisted. I don't like them, but if even then, I mean, I don't like Clemson. But when they've had really good teams, and you know, they were when Trevor Lawrence was there throwing the ball all over the joint, and you know, Travis Etienne, I gave them their credit. I did. So, I mean. I'm not giving that bunch any credit until they show me something. I believe it. So here's my other thing, too. Someone pointed this out to me. Norvell, as a head coach, has never developed a player from high school that has made it to the NFL. Now, yes, he's had players that have come in as transfers, etc. But as far as getting a player from high school – from this season back, he has not developed some young man to go to the NFL. I think he's a fraud of a coach. I really do. And I think that Clemson beats them. Next game is against Syracuse. That is a final day of September uh, as the Tigers will go up to uh, – they used to call it the Carrier Dome. I don't know what the hell they call it now, but – uh, multi-use facility up there in Syracuse. Clemson's and, House of Horrors. Yep, Clemson always ends up like they had games where they played really well there, but then they've also had games. I mean, they've lost there. Uh, we've got a little, little battle going on in the comment section here between Mrs. Pete and Kentucky Durbin. She's calling him Kentucky Dumbass. Um, I don't know what he's done to piss her off, but uh, that's the wrong person to piss <laughs> off. Yeah. I don't know. She'll be happy to tell him bye-bye, it looks like. All right, so I'm in the camp of uh, I think Clemson wins that game against Syracuse. What do you think, Jackpot? Yeah, I think they I think they beat them. Okay. 
Vandy Dandy one. says jackpot is in for a rough season. Uh, I guess you'll be joining me in the uh, in the rough season crowd then, because uh, your team looked like shit last night. <laughs> All right. So the next matchup is um, Clemson gets a Wake Forest at home. Um, you know, I think that Clemson always seems to have. Um, they just have Wake Forest's number here lately. I can't remember how many games they've won in a row, but like uh, um, I think Clemson will will beat them up in the trenches. No Hartman there to make it interesting, and I think that uh, Clemson wins going away. Probably right, but you know, eventually one of these days Wake Forest is going to get one of those. I just don't know that they've got the I don't know that they got the Jimmys or Joes to do it this year. After that, a couple of weeks off, and then Clemson will head to Miami uh, to play the Hurricanes. I don't know how good Miami's going to be. Eh, that's a game that kind of ought to, I don't know, uh, that will kind of make you nervous. You'll have you'll find out more about them after they play A&M. Mm-hmm. What is that, week two? Yeah. I, I just, I don't, I don't trust them. We, we, every year. It always just seems like here's the next best thing. Okay, we got this. We got this player, and we got this recruiting class in Miami. We're gonna be great. Okay, well, we fired this coach. Okay, well, we got crystal <laughs> balls coming in, and he's gonna be great. Or you know, what do we got? Mark Rick coming in, and we're gonna be great. And it's always just rinse and repeat. I mean, facts are facts. Been in the ACC since 2004. Never won the damn conference once. It. it if you were sitting here in 1989 and we were talking about Miami and you said, hey, 15 years from now, Miami's going to join the ACC. Okay. And and then you said, then you also told them, hey, guess what? They're going to be in it for 20 years and never win the conference. Would you believe that when I said it? You probably no. wouldn't. No, of course not. I know that's a lot of hypotheticals there. You got to kind of stay focused to, to keep your brain wrapped around that. But, yeah, no, nobody would believe that. I, I can't believe it. Yeah, well, I, I think that Clemson has the manpower to win there, and I think that they will. The following week they play at NC State. Uh, this is not – NC State's got questions at quarterback. I don't know how good they're going to be, but I think Clemson wins there. I think that Sweeney's got that game marked on the calendar. Um as uh, the matchup heading up there as uh, in Raleigh, last time Clemson played there, they lost. Yeah. I I don't, I don't think this is going to be one of your better NC state teams. I mean, they're always good for about seven and five, eight and four. They may take a step back this year. They may, they may be six and six. I don't know if Brennan Armstrong, I don't know if he's an upgrade from Devin Leary, if he's on level ground with Devin Leary, but, they don't have the weapons around them that Devin Leary had. They don't have the running backs that Devin Leary had. So I think they're going to struggle a little bit against the better teams in the ACC. All right, and then Clemson will welcome in Notre Dame the following week there, November the 4th. Irish looked good yesterday, even though I know it was against Navy. Not much is expected of Navy, but Hartman at quarterback, it kind of brings them a new dimension. Uh was it Chris Tyree, who is a guy that moved to the slot that was highly touted coming out of high school? Um, 
I picked it uh, in my my set of picks. I've got Clemson dropping this game jackpot. Um, that that that's that that seems enticing after yesterday, but I'm gonna go on ahead. I'm gonna go on ahead and give Clemson the win in that one. I think I think you, you're able to move the ball. I think you're able to throw it around a little bit. Like I said, I. You know, I saw some things there yesterday in that defense that uh, could be exposed by a team that's uh, got a good vertical passing game. And, you know, I think I think Cade Klubnick is going to be on point in that game. Yeah, well, we're, we're going to agree to disagree on that one. But Show us all five of those stars. We shall see. Jackpot and I disagree there. But we roll along to the next game, Georgia Tech. That is Military Appreciation Day. Uh, I don't think Georgia Tech's got it this year. I mean, I know that they look better after they got rid of old Spit Cup last year, uh, but I don't think they've got enough uh, enough horses to win at Clemson this year. Yeah, no, that's no, <laughs> no. I, I don't. I, yeah, I, I think they're going. They're going to struggle this year. I mean, they they yeah. Last year it was a little bit of an unknown. You know, with the new coach coming in and or the interim coach taking over the program, he, you know, he injected a little juice into them and they, they won a couple of games they probably shouldn't have. But, um, yeah, I don't, um, you know, I don't, I don't see them being a real good team this year. I mean, they may, they may win four games. I think they're what they're over under set at. I think it's more likely about three. And I think Clemson just, mops the floor with them and next up is north carolina i think that uh i don't north carolina hasn't shown me anything that thinks that uh, makes me think that what happened the last year in charlotte is going to happen again uh are not going to happen again so give me a uh, clemson to win that game handily what do you think about that jackpot the north carolina game mm-hmm. yeah i i think you win that game um, yeah, I think there's a little bit of, uh, you know, I, I would like to say I think North Carolina can score on you a little bit, but I mean, last year's ACC championship game proved that out. I mean, they, they really didn't. And I think they had more weapons last year on the outside than what they're going to have this year. Now, those, those guys may develop into good weapons throughout the course of the season, but, you know, North Carolina lost about. 1800 yards worth of receiving um and you know two guys that are not there anymore so we'll have to see that'll be interesting but i think clemson will beat north carolina all right and then uh rents do uh clemson heads to south carolina that game will be probably reminiscent of uh i think that i think that uh dabo sweeney is gonna gonna break out the uh the old gipper speech and whatever and clemson's gonna go down there and win in columbia what do you think, Jackpot? Yeah, I, I think that uh, you you book in the season with losses. I think that you drop that one uh, to the Gamecocks. You know, we finished. I, you know, I, I had us finishing six and six. I, I I'm not so sure about that. I'm not so sure we don't finish eight and four. I mean, Shane Beamer just kind of caught me into it in the last few weeks. <laughs> He's really got me really got me amped up. He he he, he injected a little bit of liquid blue chew into Carolina Jackpot's uh, predictions. Well, 
if he injected the liquid blue chew, you probably have then hit yourself in the face with it. So there you go with that. I, I I'm not buying all that at all. <laughs> so I've got Clemson at 11 and one. Jackpot's got them at 10 and two. 10 and two. There's our picks that, there. That'll put you that I think that's gonna put you in the uh in the ACC championship game. Yeah, but they'll go undefeated in conference play. Yeah, I think I well no, you, you you'll be uh you'll have one conference loss the way uh, my scenario works out. And I think Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not yeah, buying one man. one conference loss and uh you, you go to the conference championship game. And we'll have to see about that one. I'm not. I'm not ready to predict that right now. Um, but you know, Josh Pate certainly was, and he thinks that uh, Florida State's winning it. Josh Pate is a is a great analyst, but we have to remember what Josh Pate is. Josh Pate grew up with Florida State is great, Auburn's great, Georgia's great. In his mind, when he can bring back his childhood and bring back Auburn and Florida State, he's going to do it. Well, so did I, but you know, reality is reality. Well, but they're not—they're not worth the shit. I mean, they really aren't. All right, uh, put the put the uh, the uh, the link Auburn there. Definitely isn't. No, Auburn's not going anywhere. But anyway, Joe says I have to take a joke bet this year. If we win, he has to eat three Snickers bars with a Grey Poupon. That's that's not happening. Good luck with Let's all talk that. Talk about. Um, Talk about next week's games. Uh, right. I've got a list here. Hold on. Let's see here. Jackpot sent me these games from earlier. Let's see what we got here. All right. These here we are go. Be our 10 games, guys, that are in the contest. If you haven't been in the contest before, this is the way we announce them. We do it every Sunday night after we talk about uh, the, the, the oh, excuse me, I can't talk. The games from the day before. Yep. We, uh, Go over the uh, ten games that we're going to pick, plus the uh, the Kellhall Shutter um, game of the week as well. So here's the games that uh, that Jackpot likes. First of all, he's got uh, Virginia versus the Vols, South Carolina, North Carolina, FSU, and LSU. Clemson at Duke, uh, Colorado at TCU. <laughs> Shit. Uh, Ohio State at Indiana, West Virginia at Penn State, Coastal. At UCLA, Boise State at Washington, UTSA at Houston. That'll be a good game. That, that should be a good game. And the Kale Hall shitter is Northwestern at Rutgers. That is a shitter. God, that's terrible. You like you look at that, you don't have to think hard. That's that is the shit game of the week there, Jackpot. Wow. Well, I mean, I as I told you today, I don't like to pick on Rutgers. I kind of got a soft spot for them since I went to one of their games uh, last year and, and had a really good time. But, I mean, the fact remains they're not very good. Uh, and Northwestern's not very good. So right. that's going to be two teams that probably don't have a whole heck of a lot of chances to get Big Ten victories. Um, yeah. And I think they'll, they're going to slug it out. You know, it might not be great football. But I think it'll be competitive football, nonetheless. Yeah, I'm uh, not the real fine. MVP says, "Isn't that game a primetime CBS game?" Uh, it is. It's on Sunday. I'm not sure what time it is. I have to double check that. But yeah, it's going to be on CBS. <laughs> CBS, 
uh, will be in, uh, in uh, what is it called? Shy Stadium uh, up in Piscataway. Mm. That is the shitter. Big Barney Ross says, why was Kentucky versus Ball State not the Kale Hall shitter? Yeah, it could have been. And I don't, I, I really, I don't know why I didn't put a Kentucky game in there. But I mean, <laughs> these Kentucky versus Mac matchups are just, they're all just the damn same. I think they're going to play Akron this year, too. We'll put that one in. I swear I don't know why they why they schedule all those teams we're every not, year. Hold on. It, is not, so, it is so damn boring to watch. I mean, I want to see putting Kentucky and Akron in, in, in the fucking pickup. Well, I mean, give me some. I mean, why can't we just see? They, <clears> they've got some regional teams up there that they could play. Why can't we see, like, some Kentucky versus Marshall? Or Kentucky versus West Virginia, Kentucky versus Virginia Tech, um, even hell, Kentucky versus Cincinnati. Uh, well, they're they're Power Five now, so I guess that really wouldn't work. But just good God, all those MAC teams is just you know when I want to watch them, it's it's later in the year, you know, and it's it's in November, and I'm watching you know Ohio and and Northern Illinois slug it out on a Wednesday night. You know, I can deal with that. I can get behind that, but Kentucky all the time with them. No. So when we look at the, like Kentucky didn't make the cut this week. Let's look at week two. Kentucky will be playing Eastern Kentucky. <laughs> so yeah, Vanderbilt playing Wake Forest. That game will make the cut in week two. Ole Miss and Tulane will make the cut in week two. A and M and Miami will make the cut in week two. Texas and Alabama will make the cut in week two. Week two is definitely much better than week one. You've got Furman in South Carolina. You've also got Auburn in California. I mean, those That's are just a weird games game. from, Yeah, those are just the games from the SEC. Like uh, when you there are ACC matchups. You know, what Texas A and M, Miami, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. I mean, there are. There are decent matchups that are there. Vanderbilt, Wake Forest. Why not have that game in the mix? I, I, I just, I can't see us bringing Kentucky and Eastern Kentucky, or I just, I just don't see it. Holy shit, with Kentucky, it'll be a little bit. What the, over in the comment section? This is, this is nuts. What in the world is this? D. Taylor says, Joe, if Rob tried to put his belly where his mouth is, he would collapse into a white dwarf star. What the fuck? What is a white dwarf star, first of all? I don't know. I is that a Christmas clue. ornament? I don't know. I don't even know who Detailer is. So uh, He's been over here before making some comments. Um, that's... What the fuck? Yeah. There you go. The link is in the description or in the chat room there if you want to join us. There, we've given you our 10 games for the week. Uh, we roll along here. Yeah, Uncle Lou with a good point here. Vandy's 40, for Vandy's 40 rushing yards against Hawaii. Their season is over. I told you Ray Davis is not there anymore. I told you they were going to struggle without him. That's uh, yeah. that's a big loss. Yeah. So, and, and not somebody they're going to replace. Just like that. So they're just not going to. Let's talk about Marshawn Lloyd for a minute, playing for Southern Cal last night. Did you see any of, of that game, Rob? Yeah, basically he he 
he decided, now correct me if I'm wrong, he decided it would be better to go to Southern Cal and sit on the bench than to play in Columbia. Is, is that pretty much, that's pretty much what I gathered from it. Yeah, he had one, he had one nice run. Um, what did he finish with? It was like, wasn't it like 28 yards or something like that? Um, that was like 40 yards, I think. But I mean, he got most of it on one play. Um, and yeah, other than that, at halftime, he had, he had, he had, uh, seven rushes for 17 yards. Um, um, yeah. So I'm looking at it right now. Nine carries, 42 yards, 16 yeah. of them on one play. So yeah. Austin Jones had six carries for 54 yards and two touchdowns. There's your a back, sir. <laughs> uh, Marshawn Lloyd got some bad advice. Well, um, I'm not going to really follow this season much more now. I just, you know, somebody on, on Twitter was, I was beefing back and forth with uh Spurs up show dude after he had posted that. And he was like, why are you, you know, why are y'all being like your butt hurt? And, you know, giving this guy attention when you know, clearly you're saying he sucks. So what difference does it make? Blah, blah, blah. And I, I kind of thought about that and like, you know, it kind of makes some sense. I mean, he, he didn't want to be here. He doesn't want to be, he, you know, he's gone. The let it be. So I'm probably not really going to follow him much more. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you feel Unless better? If you or something, then I won't be pissed, but wouldn't you feel better if you had, you, you theoretically could have him on your team and, Who's the guy whose mom was losing their mind on Twitter? Gene Bell. Yeah, if you had if you had that backfield for South Carolina going into the season, man, that would be. I mean, there would be a lot of hmm, in my opinion, the idea of eight wins with those two as a one-two punch. That would be impressive, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean. Bell much more so than uh, than than Marshawn Lloyd. I mean, you know, Bell was I, you know, he had some attitude problems and and uh, some other issues, but he didn't, um, you know, he didn't sit games. I mean, he I don't remember him being out hurt at all. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, final call for uh, if you want to join the show, we'll be back at it on Wednesday with our picks. Jerry asked if we watched the BS High documentary. I did. What uh, is that? That's the Bishop Sycamore documentary where they had the guy didn't have a school and he basically put a football team out there. And oh, the fake school. Yeah, the fake school. And, uh, you know. Did you see any high school football? I've got an app. Um, well, it's not an app, it's something I'm subscribed to. Uh, it's it's NHSAA National High School Association, and I pay them like nine ninety nine a month, and I can stream any. They don't they don't do every single high school football game across the country. They do a lot of them though, um, and they just kind of set up a camera and uh, stream these games for, live from the stadium. Sometimes they actually have a little commentary on it. Uh, usually they don't. It's usually just silent, but they'll have a scoreboard down there where you can keep up with it. And I watched some of the high school football games on that. 
on Friday night. I can even like watch ones in like Pennsylvania or, you know, just pick wherever and I can pull stuff up. But um, I watched some of the game, high school games around here. And man, I'm telling you, South Carolina high school football, there are a lot of blowouts. And there yeah. really are. I watched Gaffney play Union, and that used to be like a, a huge rivalry in the upstate. Gaffney beat them 63-7. to seven. I mean, just just absolutely drug them. Well, a lot of that's got to do with the high school league, and it's like uh, I'll give you an example with where my kids go to school. They go to, um, to Ridgeview. Like, they got in trouble last year because they had players that they supposedly recruited. And so instead of making them fire their coach, they just decided, oh, you have to move down a classification. So in football, that means that Ridgeview is now, instead of playing like the 5A schools, like Gaffney and, and things like that, they moved them down, I think, to like either 4A or 3A. So now they're playing all these other teams that are just, you know, it's not good. And, I mean, that's kind of the, what happens with a lot of these blowouts, to be completely honest with you. But it, it, it's a mess as far as the high school league because it's all buddy-buddy and none of it is used to, uh, hey, we're going to make these good student-athletes. Now nah, we're just going to be a bunch of, you know, what matchups we like and – what school did this for us? It's just stupid. It's stupid across the board. So, like, and, and and it affects, like, the stuff at Ridgeview, it even affects, you know, my daughter's on the golf team here. She would normally be playing against, like, Spring Valley and stuff like that and playing against really good golfers. Now, not so much. Now she's playing against Swansea, and that's not a joke. So, it's moving them down a classification. I don't get it. It's stupid. Biscuit says... Uh... <laughs> They're going back and forth about Vanderbilt over there in the comment section. The, this tickled me. The, the biscuit says, remember when that girl kicked an extra point and a kickoff like a 12-year-old? What an incredible moment in college football. She looked like me. She looked like me at the Slav Olympics throwing the potato. That's, that's about how pitiful her kickoff was at Mizzou. Uh, Mizzou had to be the fucking ones to deal with it. What a God. Wasn't that during the COVID year? I think it yeah, was. I think it was too. Um, anyway, let's see here. If you want to join the show, have at it. The link is right there. Uh, Uncle Lou says Kentucky will be garbage per usual. Do you think what do you think about that? Do you believe that? I think they'll be okay. No, I mean, uh, you broke them down a little bit for them. I mean, you thought that Kentucky's gonna be better. Well, I'm not buying – I don't – like like Devin Leary is supposedly coming back from a torn peck. The, what the hell happens with that? I mean, I, you don't see guys coming back and bouncing back from that very quickly, and they've kind of hinged their whole season upon that. But um, in, in my opinion, I think that Kentucky may start the season hot and win those four. Uh, Cassandra over there, I've been ignoring her comments. I mean, I, I, I guess I have to make her happy. South Carolina plays a tougher schedule. Is that, is that what you need me to say? I don't know what's wrong, but have, have a good night. Tougher schedule than who? Then, then, uh, a lot of teams. Yeah. 
So I, I, I don't understand all that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Biscuit says, Hi, do you know many men that have torn their breast? I know that uh, one of the one example was um, well, Triple H tore his tore his uh, peck and it sidelined him for a year. So you can't even you can't even fake pillow fight wrestle, but you're going to go out there and play college football with a repaired torn peck. I don't know about all that. Here's a good question. What's the reasoning behind all the dislike with Dion and Colorado? You think, do you hate Colorado because of Dion Sanders jackpot? The dislike with Dion and Colorado. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't dislike Colorado. Yeah. I don't know if he's just talking about in general. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I, I think he's, I don't know. It just seems like everything he does is just to grab attention to me. I mean, that's the way I see it. I mean, everything's got to be broadcast on social media. Everything's got to be a big, huge production. Um, and I just, I don't know. I, I don't know what kind of coach he's going to be either at this level of college football. I mean, being a coach at, in FCS is like, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's almost like it's advanced high school. I mean, this is, this is, this is big time. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this doesn't have that much experience coaching. I mean, we, you know, we kind of think he probably kind of lucked up into a good situation there at Jackson state with some, some really good players who could have probably played on, uh, you know, FBS rosters. At Colorado, uh, I think he's going to have a tough time. He's going to struggle a little bit. How's his game? How's his in-game coaching? You know, I mean, if he's got some good assistance there with him, he may he may be okay. But uh, Cassandra says, "Tell me how you have a better schedule than than Carolina." I I don't know how Clemson's schedule matches up against North Carolina. I'd have to look at North Carolina's schedule. But thank you, Cassandra, for playing. Um. Yeah, I, I'm not buying into the whole thing. Deion Sanders is built on hype, and I think that people are going to get tired of his stuff. Now, if he comes out and wins seven games this year after the team that they had last year, it's going to be uh, – there's going to be a lot of people with their hat in their hand, so in my opinion. Um. Brandon Coon says Bray Wyatt going way too soon. A lot of people's talking about that. I don't – he kind of came around. He kind of came into prominence kind of in that late 2000s, early 2010s time frame when I just wasn't watching a lot of wrestling. And I didn't – I mean, I really haven't seen a whole lot of him. Um, do, do you know – I mean, was his death a – was it an accident? Was it <laughs> They said it was a – they said he died of a heart attack. Oh, at 36. Man, I hope it wasn't. I mean, you, you always got to think when somebody dies that young. Yeah, I hope it wasn't drugs or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Roll Tide says, Rob, what's the chances of them winning seven games this year? In my opinion, zero. Who's that? Uh, Colorado. <clears throat> I mean, he basically, basically, he took that entire team, said, I don't like any of you, got rid of all of them. And then went and got a transfer portal team, basically, and brought them in. There's no continuity there. 
I mean, that's just not, it's just not going to happen, but I do think he had to go in and clean house because they were the shits last year, but the way that he did it was not exactly, I mean, the way that he talked to some of those kids was just wow. And then he put it out there with the Colorado logo behind it. Like, yes, Colorado approves of everything I've said where I told all these kids to basically get the hell out. None of you are good enough to be here. Well, yes, I mean, four-year starters fair, and all that. Fair, to, be fair, to be fair, there's there's not really a nice way to do it. Yeah, but <laughs> the bedside manner was just the shits. I mean, he could have done a little bit better. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know about all that. Uh, Yurder says Josh Pate simps for Dion in Colorado. Yeah, and th- there are going to be people that are uh, – that are going to, you know, get on what he's done as far as, you know, he was successful at, uh, at the last school he was at. And there's a lot of stuff that happened behind the scenes there. Like he wasn't getting paid or something. I mean, what, what a, what a disaster all that turned out to be. But all I know is he left a mark there. He basically got, um, he basically got them to, uh, bring game day to that college in the middle of the season. So there's that. So, yeah, I mean, what a, I mean, he's been successful on that front, but he, I think he's uh, all this one less stake in my opinion. D Taylor said, uh, they're talking about, I don't know if they're talking about Bray Wyatt, I guess. This is Jerry Wells. It says it's possible, but he was fat. He said, I'm thinking it was Debbie cakes and booger sugar. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like Josh Heifel's diet. Ah, oh, no, that's funny. Anyway, um, yeah, I uh, Joe says I talk about being polite or nice, but wanted we to lay out the door at Clemson. Yes, I did. I, I but they he uh, he went on his own. I mean, he could have stayed and got his degree, which I think he did get his degree. So there's that too. This is a little bit you too much information, but you know, you remember when I was uh when I first started um first started with uh with that green powder that I, I was you know mixing that with my with my Powerades to you know to kind of give me a little bit of energy and a little boost or whatever for later in the day. I'm I'm still doing it too, by the way. Um, you remember I was, I was telling you all, there was a, just a terrible side effect from it was just flatulation, like at, at any point, any time. And it was just very, very pungent. If you'll remember me saying that. Yeah. That your comment was, it makes me fart and it stinks. That's what you said. Yeah. Well, I, I'm trying That's to be, what a you said. I'm trying to be a little more couth. Um, but I mean, it's been, it's been like six months. I've been taking this stuff and they, I mean, I still have the farts really bad and, and they stink. But I I mean, you would think because normally like I, I kind of equate that like being on a medication. Normally if you, you start a medication, you know, it may give you a side effect. Like it may give you an upset stomach or it may, you know, give you the shits or, or whatever. Um, but it usually normally only lasts a few days or a week or something. And then your body, you know, regulates to that particular drug and you're fine. But this one, not the same way. 
I'm wondering if it's just acting like uh, a laxative of sorts, maybe. I I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to diagnose what makes jackpot fart. I, that's not really anything I've ever wanted to do. I don't know. Uh, the Braves lost tonight. Biscuit says, damn, it looks like the Braves are only 14 games in the division lead now. Yeah. And by the way, the the Mets are spending $353 million this season on payroll to finish dead last. I can't tell you how happy that makes me. Fuck them forever. Can't stand uh, D. Taylor says, what was the powder? Uh, it's called Beyond Greens. Beyond Greens. Um, Roll Tide <laughs> said, Sean Jackpot recommended. Age of having your first colonoscopy is 45. Need to get it done. Um I'd hate to be the doctor doing that for me. I really, really would. <laughs> Got nothing on that. Uh, uh, see that Bob yeah. Barker died. Yeah, that Billy says didn't Bob Barker dilly some of the girls on the show? Yeah, let's let's be honest about Bob Barker. Bob Barker was a game show pimp. He slept with all the models. This is on record. I'm not making things up. All the spokesmodels and all that, he slept with all of them. And he helped control the pet population by telling everybody to have their pets spayed or neutered. Bob yeah, he, used to have some, he used to have some decent-looking models back in the day on there. Um, I'll tell you who was a pimp um, was, uh, was old Richard Dawson, who used to be the Family Feud host. Um, yeah, there's no telling how many, uh, how many women that guy slop slobber with they all came up there and gave him a big kiss on the lips and uh you know who knows what the hell happened behind closed doors uh, I, you know what i'm saying i i mean he kissed all of them but bob barker was you know bob barker was banging in the back that's on record like they would literally finish up and then walk out on stage that shit happened so uh yeah, that a roll tie with a good point there. You watch the prices right now; they have male spokesmodels on that show now. Uh, Bob Barker wasn't having any of that shit. You better show up. You better be a D cup, and you better shut your mouth, or you're not going to be on the prices right. And that's a fact with Bob Barker. He didn't have time for no nonsense. <laughs> that's the way that it was. The guys were there; they were there to go get coffee. And bring in the whores. That's what so you they do. have guy <laughs> models now. Yeah, they have guy models. Oh my goodness! I'm serious. They have guy models. It's like, what are you talking about? What? What a mess! What an accident! <laughs> Billy says, "Easy, Rob. YouTube's about to shut you down for what? For saying stuff that's in the <clears throat> Bob Barker biography? It's true." It's absolutely true. He fucked all the spoke models. Shut us down for me talking about stank poots. I don't know. Yeah. How is it? Yeah. How is it? Jackpot can talk about his ass smelling like a factory, and that doesn't <laughs> get taken down. But I mentioned Bob Barker was banging spokes models, and that might get the hell out of here. My ass smells like, uh, as Jim Cornette described it on a. Uh, recent uh episode of um the jim cornette experience smells like a rat eating from under cheese in the sewer he did help with the pet population though so yeah bob barker was a pimp 
uh, anyway, jackpot. Joe says Bob Barker got classier girls than Hef, but just as hot. Mm. Yeah, we did, did. We talk about Terry Funk. Terry Funk was was impressive too. I don't know why we're talking about all these dead people dying, but yeah, Terry Funk, man. I, I remember like he was. He literally was one of those guys that was fucking made you believe that he was absolutely crazy. He really, really did. Yeah, I know. And, um, yeah, I wasn't surprised when I heard he passed away because he's been, he's been in bad shape for a while, but, um, yeah, I remember, um, the, the, the first time I really watched one of his matches because he didn't, you know, I grew up watching, uh, wrestling in this area was the NWA, the mid Atlantic area. And he never really did a lot of stuff here. And then when they kind of, you know, got when, – when they kind of got bought out by TBS or whatever and it, it changed, was changing over to WCW, they started bringing in some other people and they started with the Clash of the Champions. And the first time I ever really saw him uh, was when he wrestled uh, – when he started up a feud with Ric Flair in like 89, if you remember that. Uh, yeah, that's he when he, like, he pile-drived him on the table, right? And that was like he the put, first yeah, time he, 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 he pile-drove him on the table at the, after the uh, one of the, the pay-per-views because uh, uh, he won. No, it was, it was after his match when, when, when Nature Boy beat Ricky Steamboat in that, uh, that third match when they had that trilogy of matches and he won the, the NWA title back and he came and said he wanted a table shot and he uh, – he, he piled drove him on the table and they had a, a feud where he, he, he put a freaking, uh, uh, a bag over Flair's head. Yeah. And he was going to try to suffocate him in the ring. And then they had that, they had that I quit match. It was like the blow off of that feud in the clash of the champions. And dude, they beat the shit out of each other. Um, that, that's a, that was a really good match. I mean, it, I mean, they, they, beat if I can, yeah, I, I I'm gonna I can show the picture here. Let me show this picture because I don't want us to get like you know, but hold on because the, you can actually see if they'll let's see. Come on, where is it? There is a picture of Flair with the bat. Oh, there it is, right here. Look at this. I'm gonna show this because I don't think this will get us popped. But this is um the first time you see this. <laughs> Look at this picture, jackpot. It's like what. Look at this. Look at that. It's like he's got a bag over his head. Yeah. Well, it's it's like, like a pillowcase or something almost. Yeah, but I mean, the plastic, the other one that I saw was, it looked like a big Ziploc bag, and you could just see Flair just struggling. What a what a crazy that stuff That's was. crazy like, looking. Pig. It looks like he's joined the KKK. Yeah. I mean, but <laughs> it, it, on. Um, he made you believe, man. He really did. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and they, they got a lot of heat for that from TBS, from what I understand, because Terry Funk was told not to do it. And uh, he, he went out and did it anyway. <laughs> I, I like roll time with the comment. Looks like a normal date for me when I was in my 20s. So what, what guy did you let put a bag over your head, sir? Who was this masked man? <laughs> What a mess. Um, so I, I, I'm going to leave you with this. I got a joke, uh, if I can tell it real quick. All right. All right. So um, 
there's this guy and uh, he moves out to the country from uh, some city, insert city here. He just moves out to the country. Uh, and he's out working in his yard and, you know, it's a big yard and he's kind of, kind of taking care of some things out there. And, uh, there's a guy pulls up on a tractor and, um, it's a farmer from down the road and he says, how you doing? And, uh, they start, he said, well, you just moved here. Okay. So they, they start to make small talk and all that good shit. And, uh, he says, well, the farmer says, um, listen, he said, uh, we having a, a get together over at my place tonight. Uh, and you know, there's, there's going to be, uh, a lot of, a lot of drinking, a lot of fighting and a lot of fucking, if you're interested in coming by. And he says, uh, okay, that's not really something that I've, uh, ever, uh, ever dealt with but uh you know maybe okay so i mean what's gonna happen again he says there's gonna be a lot of drinking a lot of fighting and a lot of fucking he said okay he said well hey he says what time he said what time does this thing get going and he said as soon as you get there it's just gonna be me and you And good night. <laughs>